1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Hour 26, right, my friend? Yes, yes. Of the podcast-a-thon. How's it been going? Well, I'm feeling every hour of it. (laughs) Well, you are none looking worse for the wear, I must say.
2: Well, I have a pillow head uh, for my hair, but... but you're holding up well. It's worth it, because we have such amazing guests and amazing content. You're
1: holding up well, and I am very excited about this hour, Shannon. Shannon, you said to me, Nancy, pick whatever you want to do for this hour, and I chose... A love story. Mm -hmm. I love love stories (laughs) and this is a love story on many levels. It's the love of an autism mom for her two sons who are severely affected by autism. It's the love of a filmmaker for a topic that he covered with passion. It's a love story between two people that we're going to be talking more about and it's the love story of two autism advocates for our community. So I'm really excited to be covering the film Beyond.
2: Absolutely. We want to let everybody know that we're live right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. You can be writing in your comments as we start to talk about this topic. Uh, we've got our tissues ready because this may get <laughs> emotional, right? Uh, you can be sending in your comments and asking questions about this topic and this film of these uh, amazing guests that we've got. Uh, you can do that directly on the platform, and I will be able to see them here on the screen, and I'll let you guys know when we have questions and comments. Right. But before we get to all that... We're gonna look at a little
1: Y art. Most of you know that we always start the show with some art by my son, Wyatt Jackson, which is called Y Art. And uh, today we have something a little different. This donkey was commissioned by my friend, who actually there are wild donkeys in Riverside County, Janet. I did not
2: know that. I did not know that.
1: And Bob Barker, the animal rights television host and animal rights activist has put together a ranch called Donkey Land for these donkeys. But they would go right up to cars. They're right off the freeway. And my friend ministers to these donkeys. So she has some pictures of them. And Wyatt painted this donkey. Now, Wyatt likes to make up stories about everything he paints. He likes to name. He Usually the dogs he paints, people tell them uh, the names. But he told me this. I said, what is behind this story, Wyatt? And he said, this is a donkey named Toby. And I said, what's he doing? (laughs) He said, well, he's sad because he thinks his mother doesn't love him anymore. Mm. And then he said, and now he's walking home because he realizes his mother does love him. Oh, that's very sweet. That that is. So that's Toby. Then the next one is also something a little different. If uh, Trayvon, okay. This one will make you get out the tissues. Uh, My friend, Steve Foster, who lives in Richmond, Virginia, his wife passed away from COVID Mm -hmm. in 2020. And he sent me a photograph of her hands with her granddaughter's hands with Mm -hmm. bracelets they had made together. And Wyatt painted them. And I asked him about the story, I told him the names, Terry Lynn and her daughter, granddaughter. Mm-hmm. And he said, um, the grandmother is in heaven, and uh, she's happy, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she misses her granddaughter.
2: It's a beautiful painting. I'm sure that they were thrilled to receive this, and it will be are. a thing that will hang in a place of honor in their home. They were. Amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Amazing. Are we ready to jump in? I think we should. Uh, Would you like to introduce our wonderful guests who've been waiting patiently? Yes. Okay. I am going to start, and these bios are long, so (laughs) I'm going to kind of skip around a little bit. Uh, Tiago Yes, great, I got it Uh, he's an award winning writer director, editor from Brazil Uh, he's won numerous awards with Chocolate, which was Oscars qualified in 2018 a short film about the early onset of Alzheimer's, Um, the homeless community in LA, Duke and Duke which is about severe autism so you're no stranger to that topic (laughs) Um, and well, you have all kinds of awards, uh, and you, uh, Drew Miller, has produced all your movies That's true. at D. Ellen Miller Productions. Correct. Tamara Mark, <laughs> she is the subject, one of the subjects of mm-hmm. Beyond, the film, which this documentary is called. Um, she's the co founder, president, board of directors of the Beyond Ranch Foundation. Tamara started dancing at the age of three. She was classically trained. She had quite a career in the dance and show business world. We're going to get into that. Um, She then um, had two children. Um, After a spiritual journey, she married and had two children. And um, they were both diagnosed with autism. Yes. And your focus became entirely on how to heal, help, and care for them. They are severely affected. Their names are Ian and Harry. Mm-hmm. This is also about her love story with the man sitting next to her, <laughs> which you'll hear more about, Mark Olson. He is the co-founder, treasurer, of the board of directors of the Beyond Ranch Foundation. Mark is a dual citizen of both Australia and the U.S., Uh, He resided in Australia for the last 43 years of his life. He's quite a renaissance man, jack of all trades, uh, from sugarcane farm worker to then going back to school and studying accounting, worked in accounting for many years. And uh, we're going to hear about their kind of star-crossed love affair as we get (laughs) into the interview. So um, first, I'd like to start with Tiago. Tiago, what made you want to tell the story of Tamara Mark and her two
3: sons, Ian and Harry, in the film Beyond? It's a very interesting story, actually, because we have a common friend called Zita, and I was making a documentary, a feature documentary, about Alzheimer a year before I met Tamara, and her friend told me about her story. But because I made, Drew and I, we made the short film Duke before, we were not looking to tell another story about autism. But the way that Azita told me Tamara's story was so impactful in my mind, I I don't know how to explain, but it was just, uh, I was just thinking about it. And a year later, um, I talked with Azita again about the Alzheimer documentary, and her story came to my mind, and I say remember that you told me about this woman with two nonverbals because in my mind i i I had experience with one nonverbal and Duke, Duke. Mm-hmm. and imagining two was just something beyond beyond <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay, <It> explains yeah. <laughs> the title of the movie, right but and then I. Uh, she right away put in, put us in contact and we did a zoom call and i don't know it was just we fell in love right away like it was it meant to be it's a love story all the way, it's a love story all the way. yes and uh the beauty of it is drew and i it was the pandemic by the time that was um thanksgiving 2020 close to thanksgiving 2020 and i I asked Tamara permission to film her entire day. And that's supposed to be a short documentary. <laughs> because even, like, I didn't know her. I, I don't know how much, like, I could, you know, she will allow me to show and all those things. And also, I, I was just curious to sh- see how w- would be her day. Mm-hmm. So we... We set up for that, and by the end of the day, we, we were all just, I mean, we all love each other, and <laughs> and it was so much happening, as you can see, as the beginning of the movie, is, is the Thanksgiving 2020. And then I called Drew, who is the uh, executive producer of the movie, and I said, look, it's a pandemic going on, and I, I think it's a very important story here. And if you allow me, I would love to spend an entire year mm. from Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving. And whatever happens there, <laughs> that's going to be the movie, really. Like, we didn't we didn't know much. No script. No script. <laughs> and I was with a little camera because I knew Ian and Harry would not allow me to have, like, tons of people and big cameras and all those things. So he had... Like, this is a movie that could be made with a cell phone because it's about... The story is mm-hmm. not really about how it looks and all those things, you know. Um, but it is very important to show because I don't think... There's a lot of content, content out there about autism, but not enough about severe autism. Absolutely. And this is real life. This is every day. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is what Tamara and many other families go through. Absolutely. So that's what... I wanted to show, and I hope... Well, I think you did it brilliantly.
1: You know, Shannon and I often talk about how blessed we are because our children are higher functioning. Mm -hmm. But we never forget the -hmm. parents that are out there Yes. Dealing with severe mm. autism. Absolutely. Maybe
2: we should uh, roll the trailer. One of the trailers. I'm not sure which one we're going to see. Okay. Uh, we're, we're playing Russian roulette with, <laughs> with the videos today. Uh, but let's take a look at the trailers so you guys can get a feel for what we're talking about. This is the film Beyond.
0: I call him my Hollywood dad. Sidney Poitier took me under his wing. Everybody thought I had like this lucky star <laughs> over my head, and I did, and I do. It just turned into something different. I think my whole life was a preparation to do what I'm doing right now with the boys. He's always moving. So he, uh, right buddy? Yeah, my hands are good. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just trying to keep my kids safe. It, it gets really simple. We're really tired, but we gotta go. We're gonna go, let's go, come on, come, on. Come, on. come on. Parents like me, when we're gone, our kids will be institutionalized but maybe we're going to make a community someday. What are we going to do when we're gone? We want to live forever. Trust me, we always say we can't die, we can't die. Well, I've had a few friends die. We've got to find land where we can get zoned to create this beautiful environment for the future of our children. He's suffering, and these kids suffer. (laughs) You know I come back. You know I come back. They're not vegetables. They're people, with feelings, and intelligence, and compassion, and love and kindness. My career gave me the tools in my toolkit to be disciplined, to stay tenacious, to not give up. I'm in complete unconditional acceptance of them. My name is Tamara Mark, and this is my story.
2: So, uh, it's a lot to take in, right? And I, I, we want to talk about a little bit about your previous dance career, because what a career. But I have to say, I can't allow... You made a comment about this could have been shot mm-hmm. on a cell phone. I can't allow you to get away with that, because it's beautiful. It's, oh, abs- it's shot beautifully. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And the whole opening sequence, because here you are, this world-class dancer, and and the juxtaposition in the beginning, I don't want to give too much away, but of you dancing... But with the boys engaging in some of their behaviors, is breathtaking. I really, you. really, an, an amazing uh, piece of cinematography. I, I certainly hope that you're you're going to put this in the running for the Academy Awards because it needs to be. And I don't say that lightly. I review films,
1: so builder.
2: so, and I watch all the documentaries every year. You need to make sure that you, you get this in, and you know you need to ask the autism community's help to make sure that that happens. But you need to because it's Thank a lovely you. piece of film work. Don't be selling yourself short with the
3: cell. Phone. Oh no, it's not about that. It's just because like we try like from the beginning to to make this in the right way, but it 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 wouldn't work if if it wasn't the way that we made it. You yeah. Know? But so I myself as a filmmaker I had to give up a lot to make this film happen. And uh, <laughs> because it, it's really about getting the right moments and what you go through every day yeah. and not really about the right shot or you know those right. kind of things. Yeah. So but but as a filmmaker you give up that, you know yeah. what I mean? And because it's really about the story and and that's what the movie's about. Yeah. And, was beautiful. Everything happened really naturally. Like, was nothing fake it? It or, was very organic. Organic. It, it, and Tamara would just come and say, okay, I'm, um, I'm going, that is the dentist thing going on. So we're j ju- just yeah. jump in the Uber and we my camera by myself and go and join you know, like those those kind of It was, so raw. Of things. It was <laughs> so
0: raw and rough and I'm like I had to surrender too, trust me.
3: <laughs> but yes. but that is
2: the raw and the rough is very it's beautiful and it's beautifully done, it's respectfully done. It is done. Really. But the you know, seeing you at such a level as a dancer. You know, this isn't like a hobby um, that you were doing. You were <laughs> yes, a professional yes. dancer at the very top of your game. Yeah. I mean, we saw in that clip, this was not you messing around. You, right. you had a <laughs> career you. and a life. Yes. Um, and you, it's, it's I, I want you to talk a little bit about, um, you know, because I think people would say you've made a sacrifice, and I'm wondering if that's how you feel about it. Uh, no. I didn't think so. No.
0: I always get emotional, but... Um, yeah. I like I say in the trailer, you know, I feel like my whole life was a preparation to do what I'm doing presently, which um, I think a life of service is why we're here. So some people serve through making films and some people serve through taking care of ill people. I just feel like I had a huge arcing of a life to get a lot of tools to handle most, you know, impossible situation to handle and I did it alone for a long long time.
2: But there is something about watching you interact with your boys mm-hmm. that you bring that dancer soul, that free spirit mm-hmm. um, to it that's it, thank it's you. poetic. Oh, that's, it's absolutely poetic. It's well, very you know, inspirational.
0: Oh, well thank you. They are my, you know, they've been my inspiration. I mean, I I think anybody as you guys have autistic kids Um, no matter where they are on the spectrum, they bring a certain light and love to a life that was missing before because they carry within them a gift because of their lack in certain, you know, neurotypical areas that they come out in these ways. Like when people would say to me, oh, um what's your son's gifts? Like, mm. do they paint, you know? Are they, are they a savant? Are they, they have all these things. And I say, their gift is love. That's what they teach.
1: Amazing. Let's talk a little bit about um, the beginning. Okay. <laughs> In the film, you say Ian uh-huh. was perfectly developing mm-hmm. and that he disappeared before your eyes. What happened to him?
0: Well, you know, there's so many different things to say about that. Um, I hesitate to sometimes go down a road of what I feel happened because I don't think that it's really important because, as Marcus always coins to me and says, you know, I don't look at the rearview mirror. So what happened was tragic, It appeared tragedy because he was so typically developing and speaking and very advanced in all his things. And um, he was ill and went to the doctor and got a shot. And I think that maybe um, he just couldn't handle because he wasn't well, possibly. And he sort of lost uh, the next day. I mean, that night he was very sick. He started screaming and he never, ever stopped stopped sleeping. He stopped eating. I was the only person who could touch him. He ran incessantly. Um, He did that for years, and he just looked vacant and um, in pain. he went from this, you know, completely joyous, beautiful, happy kid saying all kinds of words, and, you know. My friend said the last thing she was, I was in Beverly Hills getting my hair done, and she had him in a stroller, and she's one of my best friends, Gretchen, who was in the movie with me. And she said she was walking him through the streets, and all of a sudden he turned to her and went, I want my mommy. And she thinks that was probably the last thing he ever said, and he was just maybe a little over a year.
1: Hmm. Right. You know, and, I think your story is a lot of people's story. Yes. Uh, I can relate. Same thing with my child. So uh, I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to that. Yes. But you went on to have a second child, Harry. Yes. When did you realize he had autism as well? Um,
0: he was typically developing, and I had made a choice to wait on, on on starting vaccinations just based on the fact that I experienced vaccine injury. So what I did was I um, waited, and at 15 months, I was at a well visit um, with my then pediatrician, and she sort of bullied me into starting. And I was so tired. I mean, so much was going on having two, and I, I don't talk about my other part of my life being married and all that because it's not important to me. But there was a lot of things going on, and um,
1: I just caved. And uh, he was gone the next day too. And then when did you realize he was severely affected? Um, I did a fundraiser uh,
0: To take Ian to the Sunrise uh, program in the Option Institute in in Massachusetts, we did a fundraiser at the Rose Bowl um, with 125 people. We had the Galaxy; um, it was a huge event, and we made all the money to go. It was fifteen thousand dollars for a week, and we made it with 125 people and some people. You know, we had a nice event. So we ended up um, uh, while I was there. They said, "Do you want us to take a look at Harry too?" I already knew. I'd already called Regional Center because when you have it first time, you know the signs. Of the second, you know, you you see the lack of um, ability to do what they did before. He was throwing balls and playing and being nerd to you know playing with things, and they just both stopped doing everything.
1: Did you go into denial, or do how did you? I um,
0: I think I felt like I'm gonna fix this. I am gonna get in there and I'm gonna. I'm gonna do everything I can. So I would I would say the school district, you know, Ian's three or four, and I said I'm gonna go to the Sunrise Institute, and I'm gonna come back, and I'm gonna work with my kid 14 hours a day. He's gonna get better. You know, I'm gonna prove. And I mean, I really did every single therapy out there, and special diet, and chelation, and Chinese herbs, and you name it. Uh, yeah. Equestrian therapy, painting therapy, but it—it it just dolphin, dolphin therapy, <laughs> um, woo woo therapy. You know, it's like, I did everything, but uh, it just didn't really change. It got better. I mean, they definitely look healthy. They—they they look more happy. You know, especially
2: now that Harry's feeling better. Wouldn't you say?
4: No. Yeah undoubtedly
2: we got a lot of people writing in online our journey Cameron's new life says I know that I've been preparing my whole life to take care of my son even though I never knew that I was going to have him and and she said awesome uh and she says I I know my my son's made me a better person and anybody that's ever interacted uh, with him is a better person for knowing him uh Carl has said thank you so much for saying what you said Mm-hmm. Um, and Eric says, this movie needs to win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. I'm oh. with him. I think all of us need more movies about autism and have it be a true story. Um, so, and we've got several other comments, but I want to get back to questions. We've talked a little bit about the fact that, you know, making a documentary is hard. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> at, at anytime you do that, right. But then you guys have had all these extra challenges, COVID, oh. um, <laughs> autism, um, people who didn't want to be on camera because there were there were people who were like I don't want to be a part of this that were in your life and very very much in your Their life. agencies wouldn't allow them to... right yeah. right um, so there were a bunch of different roadblocks and you said you were inspired to take a year to do this but I'm just wondering if there were times along the way where any of you were like I'm, I'm not sure maybe we're not going to be able to do this maybe this isn't. What's best I, for us or for
3: the boys or to be honest I ne- I mean I didn't know how the movie would come about
0: no, we <laughs> but it would, like we
3: always talking and all but and and for sure it was always the time I, I would come to Tamara, and I'm sure she was busy and was a lot going on and I'm sure it was hotter to have somebody with a camera there but for me, I knew, I knew something beautiful would come about, but I didn't know what it was. So I, I, I just, after I, I, the films that I did, and I learned so much, I really go with the flow. And I learned a lot going with the flow with Tamara as well, because, you know, <laughs> her had- life, every five minutes something's happening and changing all the time, so you can't make much
0: When people would say, "Did you script it?" We're like, "How could we possibly script something with these two boys?" And (laughs) a
3: lot was actually left outside of the documentary because I had to find a story and keep on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, But what what, what was challenging for me and very important was to show Ian and Harry' personality. I didn't want to just show. You know the struggle. The struggle. I want people to get to know who they are, and that was me and Tamara. We had conversations, and I said, "I have to. We have to find a way to capture those moments." Yeah. And that's when she invited me to sleep over, and 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 I was able to to be more involved with the boys because they are very different, as much as a lot of people think they're the same <laughs> because they they you know they. They look alike, but uh, they're very, very different. And that was something very important for me to show.
1: Tamara, Uh um, the film depicts more than just a day in the life of your family, Um, but what it's actually like living with severe autism over a long period of time. Can you describe for us what the life of a mother with two sons with severe autism is like? Yeah, it's a...
0: Well, it's more than a full-time, 24-7 job because it's times two. And I always always say, like, it's not like two children. It's like 24. And then you're dealing with all the other elements, which is people's personalities that come into the home. You never have any more privacy. And and they're also so... You know, you're dealing with if they're having a bad day and you're trying to tell them, please leave it at the door because we're having a hard enough day in here, you know, or it just keeps going on and on. So a a typical day, like, especially since they've become adults, as you know, when your kids age out. How old are they now? They are 22 and almost 25. And it'll be 25 on April 21st. So when they, COVID came in, I mean, Harry unraveled, then COVID came in, then I met this wonderful man Mm -hmm. who, um, honestly, I want to interject this, is that, I would never have allowed anyone else to make this film. He, you know, it, it makes me emotional because he's so heart-centered and so passionate and so so talented. And I, I told them this on the first day he interviewed me. I go, I hate to sound like a snob, but you know, I might not have worked a bazillion things, but everybody I worked with was at the top of their game. <laughs> so I have a very high expectation of. Um, what I would allow into my home. Yeah, this is the ultimate compliment. Yeah, It
3: is, I know.
0: I think when he first <laughs> said say, that. Sidney <laughs> <I> Poitier. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I know. T- Bob Fosse. I fell on top of my game. There you go.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that there's so many, you know, it's kind of stunning in the film how many people are in and out of your house and how many people at a time. What is it like to never have alone time?
0: Oh my god, it I I used to during COVID as when I met him I was at um a restaurant where you could sit outside and he was in a thing and I went instantaneous and Mark I would go out t- to sit take a walk because there was always people there and I would just walk and I would talk to him on messenger or you know for hours mm-hmm. but, but that's what I would do to get sanity because in the household it was not there was no sanity and people were They'd come in, and they get sick, they bring COVID, then everyone would leave, then I'd be alone with the boy. It was just, really, it was a day-to-day nightmare.
3: <laughs> Can I just add something else, too? Uh, we were very worried about to to my team bringing COVID to the boys yeah. and tomorrow. So, we, we really, like, we have Bruna and, and Demi. Demi, so we, we will have, like, usually we'll have one or two of them with me, but we were always getting tested, and, like, we were always afraid to be the one bringing, you know. So house. that was yeah. another thing that changed the way we made the film, because mm-hmm. it couldn't have many people. It was already a lot inside the house, right. you know what I mean? Right. And even those people didn't want to be in the movie, so I, I had to <laughs> find ways. I mean, they're there, but had to find ways to not film their faces and all those things. So, yeah, it was... It was the
0: only time we didn't have people there was overnights.
3: True. That's the right. only
0: time, and um, I, most of those years, have, until Mark came into my life, even from a distance, he would over, let me sleep and listen for me.
2: Well, let's talk about Mark. Yeah. Let's yes. talk to Mark. I say, you uh, want to get into your yes. love
1: story? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the,
2: I said this to you beforehand, that one of the most incredible moments in the film is something that you say. Uh, i don 't know if we want to give that away, but you say something that is the big stunner. Uh, I think that every parent of whether they 're single or in a relationship will see something that you say and be leveled. I know I was I needed seven hankies. Um, but I, you know you come in sort of third quarter of this film uh, with a very big presence and uh we'll, we're going to talk a little bit about the love story but you got to hear a lot about her day from her on a day-to-day basis before you came and had eyes on. And there is this very intense scene when you get to see it firsthand for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we're all watching you looking to see if you're heading out the door, right? Because <laughs> yes. right? We uh, are we all were. because it's a and it's were a you lot. Two <laughs> I was
0: hoping not. (laughs) Yeah,
2: it's a lot, what you go through, and to invite somebody else into that. So I'd I'd like for you to speak to... You can say what you say in the film. I don't want to say what you said, but you can say it.
4: (laughs) Well, I did say I'm never leaving, nor will I
2: ever. And that you had Mm. made up your mind about that. I think think that's what everybody wants to hear from their partner, (laughs) right?
4: Um, Well, we, we were fortunate that fortunate for COVID to come in some ways, because I was going to come over in June of 2020 mm-hmm. uh, on my way to uh, see my family up in Bend, Oregon. I thought I'd call in, you know, spend a couple of weeks, and then COVID hits, and I can't leave the country. So we got to spend another year and a half uh, on Messenger, you know, talking to each other. I got to see the boys. Tomorrow would show me the boys on the phone, and I'd say hi to them. So I got to see, I had some some indication of, you know, what I might be walking into, but...
2: And you weren't candy-coating it. You weren't You were keeping it <laughs> no, real, no, right? No, she,
4: she didn't hide anything Not from no. me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was full on. And I, to be honestly truthful, you know, the first day I walked in there, I went, whoa. It's <laughs> like getting smacked in the face, you know, really. It's a, like a sensory overload that I've never experienced because I had no experience with autistic, especially severely impacted. So, yeah... But I just took a deep breath and said, hey, this is what I'm here for.
3: And it was interesting. Can I add something to it? Yes, I wanted
1: to ask you, Tiago, about the challenges of telling this love story as it unfolded.
3: Well, Tamara didn't, she she didn't tell me that right away. (laughs) They were talking for a while. I did not know. Should we go
1: back a little bit? You met how many years ago first?
3: 45
0: now. 45. And then yeah. you
1: reconnected again on Facebook, which Mark you say you loathe. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He's I, not I, even I, on, it I'm anymore. Not on it anymore. <laughs> and you reconnected and decided to tell each other your life stories since you had seen each other. Yeah. And kind of fell in love, right?
0: Yeah. Started out just as like I want to hear what you've been doing for the last forty-three years.
4: Hmm. I'll never forget it.
1: And then it kind of builds to where, Mark, you get together, and then he comes here, as we talked about. And I just want to say your tenderness with the boys. I'm going to get choked up now. But when you say, son, Mm -hmm. yeah, you call them son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when I first met Mark, I said... Can we clone you? <laughs> uh, I think sure. a lot of people wish we could. <laughs> right. I know every single mother of every autistic child wishes, wishes they could. What yes, were yes. the challenges of capturing the love story?
3: Well, by the point, actually, when Tamara told me, I think I, I was already six months filming, and then she was telling me about Mark, and I get <laughs> to <ball>. actually... <laughs> yeah. and, and we met by Facebook as well. Like We had some conversations, and he was nine to the... Like being in the movie, he was not really into be part of it. And getting closer to the end, where we, we, you know, we had this year of filming supposed to end by um, Thanksgiving 2021, was when he was about to arrive. And I say, we have to put this in the movie. As as much as I know, he don't want to. Like, please, (laughs) let's make this happen because I didn't want to. Like, the beginning of the movie, we see Tamara by herself. And if if, I mean as much as so many people in the house the boys You see this this woman struggling to keep herself alive and everything working right and I Really didn't want to finish that way again. I didn't want to finish the same uh, Thanksgiving the same way I started I wanted something uplifting beautiful for her but also I was afraid that he would not handle. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's a lot. So even like before, she they they went to meet. I I talk with Tamara. I say, Tamara, like I love all of this going on. I like, just hope like this, he's the guy because I was scary for her. You know? Of
2: course. Yeah.
3: So then I'm glad he actually came in and we. I mean, he's my brother now. <laughs> and We we he was he got used to it and he let me film and. I love that both of them was very, they knew how important would it be to show this, you know it's not about to explore what was going on, but show like look, it's a lot challenging, but it's love there too, it's a story there you know and and also that doesn't mean that her life now it's a happy life it's, <laughs> the challenge is still there mm-hmm. that's another thing that people you know oh now she have. Yeah, yeah, and that's beautiful and amazing, yeah. but the, the challenge is still there, and that's that's why we hope the movie helps to build the next step for that. Amazing.
1: It's so amazing how this unfolded. right. It's not just a coincidence. No, it's not it's Yes, divine. No. It is a divine, divine thing. intervention. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, that you didn't want to end on just the same thing, you wanted to end on a hopeful note. And what could be more hopeful than finding love? It,
3: it's really interesting because we didn't plan anything. No. Things happen in that <laughs> in that f- fr- frame time that we decided to film. It its own trajectory.
0: Like it had its own,
3: That's like true. the dance,
0: like the dance of the film. Like it was a, a, a dance. Yeah. Because it just, just sort of all worked out. Like it really, we couldn't have planned it. No. We Amazing. really couldn't have.
2: Well, now let's shift gears a little bit and talk to us about the mission of the Beyond Ranch Foundation. Who Who wants to talk about
1: that?
4: Yeah, (laughs) basically, for trying to find a solution for the huge, huge, unmet uh, solution for all these highly, severely impacted uh, autistic people in the world. I think I heard, uh, read something the other day, there's something like 31 million, I believe. Don't quote me on that, but that was a. Number that I heard of uh, um, non verbal autistic people in the world the the need is massive, and there is a lot happening in this country since i 've been here i 've been researching a lot. There are a lot of people trying to find housing and and that sort of thing, but a lot of it is very expensive. The average family as tammaras mentioned in in other interviews and in that you know it 's hard even keeping a job, you know let alone have some resources enough financially to go um, build communities for these people. So we're talking about it with tomorrow. a lot. um, uh, We just want to try and come up with a low cost solution uh, for housing and in a a, a nice setting, um, I just happened to come across a research paper the other day about how um, uh, people with disabilities uh, in this paper was more about Alzheimer's or dementia, but how a street layout is critical for people to navigate their way through a community setting. So it just opened my eyes to all the different things that one has to think about doing this. But
0: And we what, know that it's needed, not to interrupt, but we're, we want to create community. I've always seen community since I was a teenager. I just didn't know that I was going to be creating communities for autism. But I did see the future coming, that it would be... Um, we would have to go back to living in communities. And someone asked, a teacher asked me that in high school. And I said, I said that we're going to go into a technological boom and then something's going to happen or we're going to have to live together in communities. And what's interesting is I just didn't know that it was going to be because my sons are going to have severe autism. But it... Um, it turned out that way, and and it's a huge task. I mean, I tried to create when I—it's in the movie, mm-hmm. prior, you know, I, with my friend Catherine Curry Williams mm-hmm. and Holly Powell. I was Hold supposed it. to be in on that in the beginning. Yes, of that. And just the pandemic was happening. Yeah, yeah. and we—it just sort of fell apart because the zoning. I mean, she got a developer and all that. So when this all happened with Tiago, and now um, with Mark being seeing the un, the critical unmet need mm-hmm. as well, we just thought, let's take this opportunity because. We are fortunate enough to have had the real truth told about lives like ours because most people will never see the inside. I mean, so many friends have come to me and, and you know, hold me in tears say, I didn't even know your life was like that. Mm-hmm. It was completely clueless that you were living in a life that hard because you present yourself like everything. You look
2: good. <laughs> you look good. I mean, yeah. nobody in the grocery store would look at you and think how much That's your true. life is about caring for others. Nobody mm-hmm. would. That's true. That's nice of you to say.
0: (laughs) That's That's nice of you to say. But I I, you know, I do really want to help not just our boys. I want to help the world's population. I mean, I have people reach out to me all the time and want me now to like help them. I'm like, I'm trying, but you know, what more can I do? I'm trying doing my best. We're trying to get the movie seen. Yeah. It's really difficult because we're a grassroots production. We, it was done on a very small budget, yes. and it was just done for love. I mean, he, yeah. when he met me and we connected, I really, honest to God, thought I always wanted to make, and I'd said it a year earlier in a, in a, in a podcast, I really want to make a documentary about our life because no one will ever believe it, and we're never going to get help if people don't really see what's going on for all these families. Yeah. And That's you know, true. people don't want to see it. Right. Which is the hardest thing for me about this film. That what we're hearing, we get rave reviews, right, from all over the world. It's people that are reviewing, love it. All the people that come that don't know anything about autism are blown away. They're moved. They want to help. And then there's people that actually have autistic kids, and they think it's too hard to watch. That's true.
1: My son watched. I'll, I'll let you after I want to say I watched the film again with my son. And thank you for giving me a great teachable moment. Wyatt was fascinated with Ian and Harry. Uh, and he said, why? Is it Harry that has a first Yes. Tantrum? He said, why is Harry upset? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had told him before, it's about two young men with autism, like mm-hmm. you have, mm-hmm. but they have a f- more severe form of autism. And he, w- when the tantrum was happening, he said, did I do that? And I said, yes, you did. Even up until, you know, six months ago, he kicked one of the bedroom doors. And I said, you used to do it when you were younger. Do you remember? Like five and six times a day. And he was very concerned and wants them to come to his house and wrote them a letter. But it was a great teachable moment. So for people that can watch it with their kids on the spectrum. I urge them to do so because no, it really opened up a conversation for us. Yeah. I think a lot of times, don't you
0: think, Tiago, we've heard this too, that because they're living, I've seen it on Facebook posts, because I'm in all these groups now because of it, and they, um, they, they will say, I can't watch a film about my kind of life. Mm. And I think the pity about that is is that it would give them inspiration and hope because mm-hmm. it actually tells, it weaves a story that gives insight to a future where we all have to come together and help one another mm-hmm. that, you know, we've, we've got to come together and create policy changes and legislation changes mm-hmm. and financial. It shouldn't be on the burden of the parents who are struggling to keep a roof over their head and who aren't getting enough sleep. Most of them were like me, single moms, and they're struggling. And even those with partners, when you're as severe as Harry and Ian are, and kids, I have other friends whose kids are, are aggressive towards their parents. It's, you know, Harry and Anne were never aggressive toward me. So I don't have that part of it. It just was horrible to watch your kids suffering in so much pain and no one will help you. Self-injurious. Self-injurious and, you know.
3: But yeah. also I, I want to add there that I Drew and I, we work really hard to make the movie in a way that, you know, we show the struggle, but we show the beauty, we show show all parts of it so it's kind of weird that people feel that they can't handle this movie but they can't handle watch a murder film people being blown up (laughs) (laughs) because we really took care of uh to show and and make sure the movie is not only about the hard hard stuff and uh it it just weird that well, let's I mean, face
1: it, the realities of the world are very difficult for some people. Right. Times. I want to get back a minute to the community um, and what you're trying to build. The film explores in a lot of detail. You actually go to a community, and there are other autism families and kids with autism there, which I love that you explored that, and you get really into this issue, don't you?
3: Yes, well, we found these this people in San Diego, they, they have severe autistic people, too. And what I want to actually even like Duke that (laughs) I made the short film before and he's in the film with his mother. I just want to show that yes, Tamara Life is hard and it it has so many people out there that need the help. Like everybody has to really come together for this community to happen. And and also I didn't want to just show Tamara Life as like an isolated case. You know, exactly. it's a lot of families mm-hmm. going through the same situation. So we all yes. have to pay attention to this. Hey, it's, it's a lot. It's millions. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's millions of people. And I, I really don't think people are paying attention.
0: And when they age out of a system, like all of us know with kids, once they're 22 hits, they call it the cliff. I call it the abyss. Because for our situation, it is a complete, there's nothing. I mean, we are struggling right now. We're going through all the savings for my children's future to keep helping the house mm-hmm. because we can't get an agency cleared through Regional Center to come uh, work with us. They, they keep delaying it and delaying it. Meanwhile, the money's, you know, it's just like, what, how'd you say it? We're bleeding money. Mm. It's, it's, it's not sustainable. And I have friends whose kids have been in the hospital and they'll call me, what can I do? And I'm like, well, this is what I did when Harry was in the hospital. I mean, all I can do is offer support. But most of us that live the life that we live, Do not have the bandwidth to do one more thing than they're doing and that's just the God honest truth because they're exhausted financially strapped broken uh, traumatized living with present traumatic stress disorder. It's not post it's it's current Mm -hmm. and You know, we can't get together. Like, we're like, let's try to get together, you know? It's impossible. People will do pool parties. I couldn't get Ian and Harry to go to a pool party at a designated time for a designated hour or, you know, it's like— yeah.
2: Well, uh, we want to uh, go to some of the comments that yeah. we have here. Uh, Nava Paskowitz-Asner, who's going to be up in the next hour Hi, the, at, Nava. Asner, Hi, Nava. The, at Asner <laughs> Family love Center, you. is up next <laughs> in just a few minutes, in fact. We'll, we'll go to them live. But she says, I love and admire you, tomorrow." Uh, I gotcha. <laughs> as so many people. Uh, Judy has written in and said, so real. Is the movie out? Uh, and we want to know where people can go, how they can support the film, how to do that. Uh, Joanne has said, that's right. Sadly, people don't want to know. And Our Journey, Cameron's New Life says, I'm a married single mother with no support, live together but separate lives, because that's a story that we don't get to hear that's often as well. I just want to throw the log onto the fire that I think that it will be hard for some people who are living a life that is reminiscent of yours. Mm-hmm. But I think you have a bigger purpose here because other people, Need to hear this story, yes. and they will hear it, and it will change lives for the people who can't watch it. Thank so you. you're in service of them, and they don't even know. But it's uh, it's a, really it's, a it's a really important mm-hmm. film that way. So how can people see it? When can they see <laughs> it?
3: So we start the film festival run by the end of um, August last year. Right? Last year, yeah. Uh, we still have a couple of film festivals waiting. Uh, so the, the truth is we're looking for distribution. We yeah. don't have that yet. Uh, we hopefully, in a couple months, we will find... Or an agent to pitch or us. Or agent or... So anybody out there who works in the film industry that, that would be interested, <laughs> Thank you. please let us know. And we are also, like, some people are requesting private screens. Mm-hmm. So they can go to the website uh, docbeyond.com. And send us an email and...
1: What's the website again?
3: It's docbeyond.com. Okay. And they can request a private screening if it's something, you know, that they're going to put people together to watch. Uh, I had some requests for people to do, like, um, fundraising, but the movie is about to help this family and everybody else who want to make this happen, you know? So we, we hope to find that the right place for the movie soon. We also had the the movie was part of the CineQuest Film Festival, and it was uh, streaming for two weeks, so a lot of people had a chance to watch. Mm -hmm. So if people can just follow us on Facebook and Instagram, which is Beyond um, Film Documentary, and beyond ranchfoundation.com ranchfoundation.com, beyond ranchfoundation.com they're going to be able to do any donation to help this amazing family.org actually. .org, .org. Oh, sorry. sorry. beyond
1: yeah. ranchfoundation.org yep. and yep. let's talk about then how people can support this mission. Yep. Can they support it financially? Can they support what can they do?
4: Hmm. Yes, they can support it financially. We have a, as soon as you log on to the uh, webpage it's a, you know donate button comes right up. Um, But they can email us, Uh, they can get in contact any way they feel that they can help. Uh, we'd love then, to hear from. We'd love to hear from anybody. And are their you expertise,
0: in, you know, like yeah. what yeah. maybe those levels of how to set up a community or what uh-huh. they suggest with, if if they're medical or if they're. We, we're, it's going to need everything. It's right. going to
1: need. So you're we, welcoming.
0: Yes. Yes. All
1: ideas. Absolutely. Are you scouting locations or are you just fundraising right now? Kind of what stage are you in? We're brand new.
0: We're brand right. new. You're
4: we're brand trying new. to fundraise. Okay. We're, we're really. We were hoping, hoping this, to work on the back of the movie, obviously. Yeah. Right, yeah. of course. Um, uh, to piggyback us along.
0: And every time we get a little like CineQuest 12 days online streaming, things seem to be like we're lifting up, but then we like get deflated because it goes, it goes away again. Yeah. But yeah. Um, we get we just can't give up. So, we, we you know, none of us give up that yeah. have our kids. Yeah. We we'd never give up.
2: Yeah.
3: And just one thing, yeah. if people want to watch like Duke and all the projects that we did before and... And also beyond is there as as well, com. Drew okay. Miller Productions? No, Productions. Oh,
2: okay.
3: Okay.
1: .com.
2: Amazing. So we just have maybe a couple of minutes left. I'd love to go down the line and ask all of you, where would you like to be with all of this in five years? If uh, you could dream a little bit. Uh, what would you like to see? Because I believe in putting things out into the universe. Right. So, put, so it on, put it on out. <laughs> well, like I
3: hope do? the movie opens the doors for people to really get to know this family and, and the necessity of building this community. So I hope the movie helps in somehow.
1: Let's go big, Tiago. Oscar. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> what I want for
0: him is for him to win an Oscar.
3: Uh, it, thank you.
0: No, I do. He, you know, he has—he's so talented and so gifted, and he—he he cares about so many—I mean, uh, so many different subjects, not just autism. And his work shows that. He and, and Drew Miller and his team—I, I mean, my dream for him is that I want him to win the Oscars so he can go and do all the things he really wants to do. And I hope it comes That's to fruition for him. Appreciate for us, it. I do, and for us, I mean, I think the thing is to be able to. Um, Figure out where we need to start the first community, and have the the money to do it, and then have it go worldwide. Like we would love to make a model, talking about thinking big, yeah. um, starting with a, an affordable model because a lot of people don't have the money, or if there is policy changes or you know legislation changes where they're funded by the government or whatever. But they need to be beautiful, and they need to be in places where people can you know have a quality of life. And have peer peers interaction, learn trades, learn things, grow things, whatever it is they're into—art, music, whatever. I just feel like it, it needs to be a safe haven for all these adults that are gonna. Their parents aren't going to always be able to do this.
1: Yeah. So, let's bring it back to Ian and Harry. Yes.
3: Oh, before, can I okay, just. Okay, yeah. I have to thank oh, my team who made Absolutely. this movie happen. Please. So, yes. Drew Miller is the executive producer and producer of the movie. We thank love you, Drew. Love you, Drew. <laughs> and uh, we had Damaris Pinheiro and Bruna Nogueira, who was there with me. Love them, too. Uh, yes. <laughs> And Al Sagro, he made the music beautifully Amazing. in the Beautiful. movie. I did the editing. Wow. Ricardo I, did, Ricardo the, did the, the the graphics. So yeah, it was a small team, but everybody put a lot of passion and love. And, yeah. and I hope people get to see right, it. Right, so
1: Ian, <laughs> Ian and Harry. What do you want for them five years from now? I
0: really want them to have a quality of a purposeful life, where they don't need me all the time. Yeah. That's important. You know that they're more independent.
2: That's important.
0: Because right now, as it's seen, you know, their life would be really bad without us. Yeah. It's really bad.
2: Well, they're writing in and saying your family is beautiful. And Mm -hmm. Joanne raises a question that I think is great. What about PBS? Maybe they would consider promoting it. I see with a lot of documentaries, whether it's The New Yorker, The New York Times, Uh PBS. Are you guys looking at that? We're trying
3: PBS, yes. Uh, We had a couple big companies taking a look but it takes forever people cha- change people all the time after the yeah. pandemic things change it a lot in the movie industry so we're navigating and and we're going to try pbs and and we hope to find the right place for the movie. But if somebody's out there and know anything, please get in <laughs> yes. contact with us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: maybe, maybe Matt Asner has some ideas. I do, Matt. So. There we go. Yeah.
2: Uh, speaking of which, we're going to transition right. to the Asners. The Ed Asner Family Center is taking the next hour. Trayvon, if it's possible, in a second here, we'd like to go out with one of the other trailers that we
1: didn't see. As, uh, I'm going to give you a second to cue that. Can up. I just say thank yeah. you to both can, of can you mm-hmm. for yes. having us on? Can I say thank you for sharing this amazing love story on so many so levels. Amazing. You yes. know, it makes me think of uh, Mother Teresa saying, when people asked her how she did what she did, she said, Find your own Calcutta. You know, it's That's in true. your That's community, it. it's in your backyard, it's in your workplace. Yeah. Thank you for making this your Calcutta. It's so mm-hmm. important. Thank you for that.
0: Thank
2: you. Thank you for allowing us to be here. I mean, giving That's us our our pleasure. a platform. Our, our pleasure. Absolutely, uh, and so we as we leave, we're going if, if it's if traven has got it, we're, we're going to leave you with another one of the trailers from the film. then there'll be a slight pause, and then you guys will be dialed in to the Ed Asner family Center their hour, uh, continuing on in this amazing podcast-a-thon. I do want to give one programming note that uh, we are doing a little challenge here uh, at the Autism Network. That in the final hour we're raising money for iPads through Autism Care today, because uh, we believe that that functional communication piece is critical. It's a human right. Everybody has the right to uh, make uh, have some ability to communicate, and sometimes an iPad is the ticket. So if you see on the screen there, we're also asking for donations in the final hour. If uh, we raise a minimum of five thousand dollars, Dr. Pichet is going to shave my head bald in the final hour. <laughs> <laughs> so don't. We all she did it before. Really? We all I, I've done it before, it before, so we're going to do it again. Do it again. But was. this time, Dr. Grandfichet is so excited about it, it's ridiculous. How <laughs> She's already got like a whole apron and a thing to catch them. <laughs> so the stunts this woman has got uh, me into listen, over the last 12 whatever years. whatever it takes, right? <laughs> whatever it takes for us yes. to get done whatever we have to get done. So there's that as well. But uh, tune in for the final hour, which is tomorrow morning. We still have a whole <laughs> night tonight of content. But tomorrow morning from... From 10 to 11 will be the final hour. And we've got some surprises for Dr. Grampy Shea because it's her birthday next week.
1: next week? Next
2: week, and it's a big birthday. So we have some surprises for her, and we're going to shave my head. So, (laughs) you know, it's like, what do you do? But take a look uh, at this beautiful film, this trailer of Beyond and at Asner Family Center up next. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you you. very much. Thank you,
0: thank you. you. I think Tiago is a genius to be able to come in with one little camera Absolutely paramount to me that the truth is told. There's nothing. There's nothing made pretty or better.
4: incrível. I'm a
3: mental health care worker. So there was a lot that I was processing. Didn't have any script. Things happened right away. Everything that you're watching is real. It's raw. Actually, this movie changed my life. I have a different perspective of life. Tiago did a wonderful job. It takes a village, and this and this movie really exemplifies that, and it's a powerful, powerful message. I think it's a movie that everybody should see, and most likely you'll be liking this state as I am, like very emotional. His filmmaking, his photography
1: is just amazing. It's a real work of art.
3: There's no words really, it's just, it's, it's a magical, it's beyond. It's beyond. It's beyond. It's beyond.
0: It's beyond. And in complete unconditional acceptance of them. My name is Tamara Mark, and this is my story. This Valentine's Day, Duncan's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.